you already. Yeah, and uh, the intro is well, we're live, and here goes the intro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it live. That's how we do. Exactly. It's all about the post-production, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing what you can do in post-production. Exactly. I can go from Super Dave Osborne to Stephen Hawking. <laughs> I used to love that show. That was a great show. What, Super, Super, Dave Super Dave Osborne? Yeah. That was a great show. It was unique for its time. It really was. It was America's Got Talent before America had talent. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm your host, Elijah. Welcome to the What the Fuck Are They Talking About podcast. Joining me tonight is the wonderful media jack himself, JD. The wonderful? The uh, the, the only one who's willing to join you at this point in time because my schedule is just as fucked up as yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, how are you? Things are going well. I've got uh, a plethora of topics to talk about tonight. Yes, we both do. Um, you might notice mm-hmm. you might notice I'm wearing a football jersey today. Now, of course, these F- football football. Now, this is the Ravens, and of course, they're nowhere near anything in the uh, in the uh, in the playoffs. But uh, my God, was that a football game last night? Hell yes! <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to figure out where the hell I was going with that. No, I was I was on board that gravy train. Yes. <laughs> it was it was interesting and it was unfortunate like of that uh of that football game where it really was just a matter of one block, one tackle, one uh whatever whatever the action was and lack thereof. I mean, um the the defender went in for the cornerback went in for a full on ballistic tackle when really all he had to do was just nudge him out of bounds, and then that would have stopped the play dead. But instead, he did a, a bloody Bobby Orr, Hail Mary, flying through the air, Superman, and completely missed the receiver. <laughs> and, uh, and, and here we are. We now have uh, the Vikings moving on into uh, the next round of the uh, Super Bowl playoffs. That is fucking priceless. <laughs> Were you watching the game live? Because I, I, I just got the highlights afterward. No, and I wish I wish I was. I wish I was because that that is just too fucking good. That is amazing. I, I hope he just kind of laid there for a little bit and just kind of like just rested. You know, didn't even take you know, take a knee while he, laying down. He didn't. He didn't take a knee. He knew he just did the impossible. He like threw his helmet to the side and was just celebrating like absolute madness the strangest thing about this entire football game like okay so if you didn't watch it then you you didn't miss the mayhem at the uh at the end of the game where okay yes the vikings had moved on and had won the game they defeated new orleans saints yes but unfortunately there was still a minuscule amount of time left on the clock and so according to nfl rules they had to run out the clock and they had to go for the extra point which also means that they had to 
take to the field yet again, clear the media and the fans off of the gridiron, and then try to get some New Orleans Saints out onto the field to participate in the extra point attempt. It was a bit of a, a bit of a, a bit of a clusterfuck. Like it really is like to the point where like there's got to be mercy rule here. Like there's no need for this, but whatever. The case, it was it was a fantastic game, but sometimes the rules are a bit sticky. You know what? It's got to be tough being a referee. Why is that? Well, I'm thinking specifically of like European football. Uh, okay. You've got people that will give you death threats for years. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure even a few uh, referees have disappeared over the years. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you are you referring to referees or are you talking about the players? I mean, can, like we're we're talking corruption on a completely utterly different level uh, when it comes to. Uh, in in sport gambling fixing um leaning to one way or another when it comes to officiating it, it is it is very very money hungry out there i mean there, there there are some crazy bets here in north america when it comes to sports but there are some insane bets when it comes to uh gambling and in sports uh betting when it comes to the european sports and the teams out there i mean there's bets as to whether or not a certain player will wear his sunglasses during a specific quarter. Or there's bets. There was there was bets as to whether or not a goalie was going to have a pie on the <laughs> sidelines. There was there was thousands and thousands of dollars, or thousands and thousands of c- currency, whatever you want to call it, as to whether or not a goalie from this hard luck Cinderella team was going to have a meat pie on the sidelines. And then the whole thing became it is giant controversy because, oh, well, if the bet was this specific, then the player himself could have known about the bet and then decided whether or not to have a pie and maybe place a bet on himself and blah, blah. Just, yeah. Anyway. You're letting me ramble. Stop doing that. That was a great story, though. I let a good story ramble. <laughs> ramble, young man, ramble. Ramble on. All right. So you do have a few things you wanted to talk about. And, uh, like, for crying out loud, there was something that – what was it? There was, you sent me something. Yeah. You sent me a text message, and I'm like, the fuck are you? I get the randomest shit from Eli. <laughs> so for the new year, uh, much like the format of my podcast, The Media Jack, we try to have a, an idea of what we want to talk about. And by doing the best way to, to get those ideas in order is to just write them down and share it with your co-host. And I'm, I'm at work one day, and what was the message you sent me just out of the blue? CBC Beetle Penis. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> TSN Whalecock. I don't know what the yeah. fuck. <laughs> when you sent that, I damn near fell out of my seat. Okay, so explain to me CBC Beetle Penis. All right, so 
uh, one of my uh, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to um, is uh, uh, Quirks and Quirks, right? Uh, on the CBC, and uh, in this one, it just happened to really catch my attention because they started off with how an oddly large beetle penis could inspire new medical technology. Volume up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have my interest. <laughs> And so, uh, so it starts out this uh, this beetle. It's called a, a thistle tortoise beetle. Uh, okay. It's just this little tiny green insect, about uh, seven to eight millimeters long, but it's got a penis longer than its own body. <laughs> uh, it stays coiled up inside um, until it's time to mate. Which, I mean, makes sense. You don't want to get that shit dirty. That's a long ass fucking thing to clean. <laughs> Start to sound like trying to measure whether or not you're getting enough curly fries as a, as your brother here. <laughs> How do you measure this out? I don't know. It spins. <laughs> it's interesting that you mentioned the spinning thing because okay. um, this penis actually has uh, mechanical properties, uh, something that they haven't seen before. Uh, th uh, the penis itself is like um, a fiber optic cable, right? It's really, really, really thin. Okay. Like a, ha a hair is like thicker than this thing. Okay. And the uh, the reproductive tract for uh, the females is not professor of zoology uh, in the uh, university of uh, kiel in germany okay uh, who's the uh, senior author of the study uh, great line <laughs> by any means um Stanis uh, stanislav gorb uh, that the penis has to go from the left to the right and then at some point right to left and change the direction several times a female makes life for this male penis pretty difficult, and that's why the nature uh, found a solution uh, in the form of mechanical gradient properties. Um, so essentially what this penis is doing is it's uh, it can go both soft and rigid at different portions in the body. So uh, it'll be going uh, rigid when it's got to go straight, but if it needs to make a bend, it can just change its structure and make a bend around there and continue forth. So that bend transitions continually down the penis as it moves further in right sort of like how a snake or a worm kind of moves that little bit of a bend yeah okay but unlike unlike a snake or a worm which are technically they're they're only ever like flaccid we'll say sure um this one can uh, uh the this penis can become like hard like a like a like a bone almost kind of like you know how there's a there's a difference between like you can't really flop a bone around <laughs> what do you mean you can't really flop a bone around? I do every morning when I roll out of bed. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, it turns out that, um, uh, and this is unfortunate for the little guy, they, they fucking chopped it off to, to discover all of this. Uh, the, the tip of the penis has a very special protein that uh, is a kind of a natural rubber um, in which uh, it keeps the material in a uh, fully hydrated condition so that it can be soft as pudding but also uh, increase the, pr uh, the pressure or whatnot, and then that's how it stays uh, rigid. So uh, anyways, uh, the potential medical applications for this are out of the world. Um, I personally, uh, my mind went like, they were talking catheters and whatnot, you know, sticking with the penis route. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, my thought went to um, cleaning out arteries and veins, right? Because if this thing's as thin as a filament, it should be able to just go right in there and start scrubbing away at shit, right? You're basically talking um, about like an, an organic rotor rooter type thing. Yeah, yeah, a pool sweep, uh, sweep, whatever the fuck those things are. Just... 
<laughs> right, but uh, e taking it even one step further, uh, it could go into uh, into the lungs, the alveoli, right? And it could start to clean out uh, the the tars and toxins from uh, uh, smokers, right? That that's actually what what podcast was this? Or was uh, this quirks this... and quirks? Oh, quirks this, and quirks. This, this, this... Yeah, okay. Uh, these these ideas are mine. No, 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 no. But like, I wouldn't be surprised that someone else has already come up with it. Like, yeah, you would have it to think that work. there's already like some thoughts about like different uh, procedures and applications for this incredible discovery. I, I just can't help but think about like the poor male beetle here. Right. <laughs> Castration. No, 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 no. Just, just in every day-to-day -day life, you find you know, this male beetle finds this wonderful other female beetle, and you know, okay, you gotta wine and dine her. Maybe show her to a bit, a nice, you know, fancy, brand new, fresh pile of feces. Uh, you know, show her a good time and listen to some shitty music that you're not into. And then the foreplay happens, and then now you gotta like. Position your body one way, turn 45 degrees, insert valve, release, let go, and then suddenly you're hard one side, soft another side. Oh, wait, the CD's skipping. That's fucking annoying, so I got to go over here and fix that. Okay, now back to this. I'm sorry. I said the wrong name. I really apologize. I didn't realize your name was Julie. I thought it was Juliana. I'm so sorry. I'm really bad. What do you mean you're walking away? No, no, no. You can't take my car. Please come back. We're still attached. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's a kink in the line. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Come back. Somehow, some way, these beetles have procreated multiple times, clearly. I mean, through... Um, Evolution and genetics and procreation and all that stuff. I mean, the beetle has moved forward, but still, like for the science and uh, biology, and maybe even chemistry, for the science world, this is a pretty incredible discovery. I, I do oh, yeah, like the, the idea. Yeah, I love uh, biomechanical ideas. My concern actually is um, is like cyborgs and shit like that because I feel like if we go too far down that road, then we're going to diverge from our natural evolutionary path and we're going to rob ourselves of a potentially massive future just for the sake of having power in the here and now, which is kind of the way things run. Everyone wants power in the here and now. Yeah, okay. I, I understand your concern, but at the same time, I, mean, I, I fear that we are potentially already there. I mean, there are ways out there to select and uh, adjust, uh, like, uh, the, uh, the uh, embryo and uh, zygote. And, and, and there are already ways out there to um, tweak and, and like, we're, we're breaking down the DNA to uh, its, its pure core level to the carbon based oh, level so i mean we're, we're already there it's it's all about well, control and also like responsibility there's always gonna be that one mad scientist like look what i did and and all of a sudden we're all you know well we, we are that breakfast. guy actually exists uh have you heard of crispr no so there's this guy who's kind of made your uh uh, okay, wait, wait. So I, I'll explain what CRISPR is. Please do. Uh, CRISPR is essentially a gene editing system. You can you can make whatever changes you want, uh, and you can do it to your own DNA. And uh, so what this guy did 
uh, he w- he took out samples of his own DNA, his blood, mm-hmm. made some changes and shit, uh, specifically to uh, to his arm. Can't remember exactly what he was doing with it, but uh, he was injecting it back into uh, into himself to to see what would happen. Okay. Mad scientist, you you were going like this, and I'm thinking, oh my god, that's exactly what the guy fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so uh, so, anyways. Um, He's, uh, he's really trying to promote uh, do-it-yourself gene editing, right? You got hair loss. You want to fix that? Fucking take some blood out. Put it in the CRISPR thing. Say, bing, give me, uh, give me hair. It pumps out, does all those little things. Gives you a vial back, and you just inject it back into yourself. And three, Two to three weeks, you got long, luxurious locks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Now, we're, we're talking about... We're talking about gene manipulation uh, and and altering mm. certain strands of your DNA here. Like this is already a horrifying idea because potentially you could be like, you know what? It's it's my family has been known to be a heavy set family, so maybe I can go in there and fix the genes that uh, genetically make me uh, make it difficult for me to lose weight. And maybe I could just become more muscular. So now we're talking about um, like adjusting, Absolutely. adjusting the human race and adjusting yourself on the molecular level. And so we're gonna see a bunch of long-haired, blonde, blue-eyed, muscular, well-tanned sons of bitches out there with no red hair no red hair also, everyone's gonna have a soul everyone's yeah exactly and everyone's gonna be walking around with uh eli size penises and you're gonna get a soul oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like like you're by doing something like that you're essentially taking away um what makes you you i mean yes okay let's say let's say exactly. that Let's say that, okay, there is a severe problem, and that severe problem is that your family is very – has a long storied history with the risk of stroke. Okay, that's a problem. We can, we can see ways of trying to cure that problem. But if you're dealing with fucking hair loss, there are other ways. If you're dealing with shave it off, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shave it off, grow a goatee. See, I'm already doing this just in anticipation of this going away. I'm thinking ahead. <laughs> Honestly, if I start to lose my hair and I get like a receding hairline, I'm not going to let it get to like back here. I'm just going to take the top off. Yeah. And I swear to God, I am going to practice day and night until I can say energize. Yeah. <laughs> It is on my bucket list to meet Patrick Stewart and have a conversation with Patrick Stewart as Patrick Stewart. I was I was going to say, you know, to meet Patrick Stewart is something I could probably arrange, but to meet Patrick Stewart as Patrick Stewart, I, Fuck I like it, I'll just take meeting him. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to piss the dude off. No, shit no. If but if it happened, I'd be like, "Can I can I try? Can you give me your honest opinion of my impersonation of you? Because I fucking, I love him. I love the voice. I love everything about it. I wish I could have the smoothness. I try. It's practice. It's all practice. It, that's all it is. 
it is. I'm, I listen to the intro to Star Trek over and over and over to just try and get the inflections matched down because honestly, <laughs> I just, I love the sound of his voice and what they've got him saying on American Dad blows me away. Oh, yeah. No, he's great. Right. I told you, not, not Patrick Stewart, but I told you I met William Shatner. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. He's like he's a cool guy. What? This is who the fuck am I? Envy. <laughs> I am the epitome of envy. Not yes. Jealousy. Envy. Yes, but here's here's like here's the problem. Here's the question. Who the fuck am I? What do I do for a living and what do I create for myself? It is not my fault. It's just something I have created in my world. That's a, that is all. That's the only reason why I get to interview the people I interview is because I've worked my ass off to get there, right? I mean, fuck that it. That is true. It, it's the entire reason why you and I know each other. Actually, you so. know, on that, on that point, the fact that you and I know each other is because of social media, and you are a big fan of someone on social media, and you pointed it out to me. Tell me about the last blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so I don't know where this came up from, um, but... I, I came across the last blockbuster Twitter. Yes. And they have the series of the greatest tweets of all time. They are untoppable. They are beyond Chuck Norris jokes. They are beyond Gundam style. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They ha they have reached a whole new level of socialness. All right. <laughs> Do you have any examples? Can you pull up any? Or... Oh. All right. Here's one from January 8th. All right. A hearse just pulled into our lot, flashed its light at us, and left. <laughs> now, for anyone unaware, Blockbuster, of course, is a, is a movie rental company that has since gone bankrupt, like, what, a couple of years ago? Yeah, the fact that there's even one in, in existence is mind-boggling. Yeah. Okay, so give me another example. All right, so from January 3rd. God damn it. Someone tricked Colleen into thinking Canadian coins were bitcoins, and they strolled out with four boxes of jujubes. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could see that. I mean, the toonie could be pretty uh, deceptive to anyone, yeah. anyone uninformed. Like, oh, this has got to be high tech. Look at it. It's multiple colors. <laughs> Uh, December 18th. If we get four new followers today, my manager said I can celebrate Christmas this year. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Okay, here's... <laughs> I hadn't read this one before. All right. The 10th of December. I'm not sure the Salvation Army guy out front is legit. Do they usually blast corn? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Now, Look, I haven't heard corn in so long. Now you you follow the the uh, the Twitter account of the last blockbuster, which is great. Have I told you about Scan BC? I don't think so. Okay, so on Twitter is a uh, Twitter account called Scan BC, and that is their Twitter handle at Scan BC. And of course, since we're on to this, uh, if you're not following at WTFATT on Twitter, then what the fuck are you doing? Um, so ScanBC is BC's online radio scanning community, your source of raw, unfiltered, local breaking news. 
And you can donate to them because this is just a couple of dudes just hanging out doing this and just having fun. But these are uh, broken down, but pretty much word for word, verbatim uh, reports that come over the police scanner in British Columbia. And I'll give you a couple examples. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, hashtag West Shore, hashtag RCMP, are responding to an address near Spencer Middle School with two males physically fighting over parking. One male sprayed the other vehicle with a hose. Now, <laughs> okay. Victoria. Can we get a length? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Can we get a length on that hose, please? Over. <laughs> Victoria, police are responding to a 700-pound, uh, seven, oh, sorry. Police are responding to the 700 block of Johnson for reports of a male who smashed the window of a business with a goalie stick. Oh, Canada. So they're calling a 700-pound Johnson, huh? No, no, no. <laughs> Ignore what I said for you. Exactly. I love it. Smashing windows left, right, and center. Fucking with a hockey, or with a goalie stick, though. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh... Surrey, B.C., RCMP, responding to a request for assistance with a child throwing and smashing things in a house because the parents bought him something for the younger sibling, or bought something for the younger sibling, but not for him. Hashtag tantrum. These are legitimate police scan reports. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, so go if you follow ScanBC on Twitter, I mean, this shit is just weird. Let's find a good one here. Uh, police wow. responding to the movie theater at the 700 block of Yates for a male who has locked himself in the washroom. <laughs> come on, sir. Yeah. See, sir, come on out, please. You see that little silver handle there? Just move it to one side, sir. Uh, West Shore RCMP and the military police are attending the residence of 500 block of Gelato Street for reports of a hostile male wandering into a random residence. They called the military police on that one. What the? <laughs> fuck? It's my hometown. If, if a stranger comes walking into my house right now. I have so many fucking weapons. I have a goddamn. That's got to be a keyboard from the 1990s. <laughs> like that thing is a fucking like this thick, like fucking long. Yeah. That thing right there is a death club. That's, I... that's the first thing. That, no, actually, that's the third thing that's going flying at him. The first thing that's going flying at him is my mouse and my coffee. So, so you're so you're saying you would not need the assistance of the military police. That guy's going to need a <laughs> military police. <laughs> Breaking in my house. This is my fucking house. So two accounts to follow on Twitter is uh, uh, The Last Blockbuster and clearly ScanBC. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, the Last Blockbuster also goes by um, uh, the, the Twitter handle is at Lone Blockbuster. Uh, Lone Blockbuster? Lone yeah. Blockbuster. I got it. But the name is the last blockbuster. Yes, I kind of like the lone blockbuster. 
with nuclear war close uh, with new nuclear war inching closer and closer we're officially running out of time to see citizen kane on shelves now <laughs> from pickle bush to the lone blockbuster account can i apply for a job the lone blockbuster reply responds with of course just drop off your resume cover letter and two ounce sample of urine whenever you're ready oh god i love it we're dealing with frozen pipes right now so the bathroom will be a bucket situation until further notice (laughs) this is awesome welcome to lone buckbuster (laughs) (laughs) you only can use pipes from 2 a.m to 2 p.m so so we're up to 2 a.m we are we are 15 days into 2018 and already three stupid events have happened only three only only three only three that i've counted okay all right so uh, which which one you want to hear about first dead body tied laundry detergent pads or hawaii Uh oh (laughs) (laughs) i know about the last two Okay, so dead body. A YouTuber named Logan Paul, who currently has 18 million followers, uh, one of the highest followed YouTubers on the site, decided he was going to go to Japan and uh, you know document and have fun and do his quote-unquote maverick thing while out in Japan. And while he was there, he searched out, researched, found a forest known as the Suicide Forest. People from Japan and the surrounding area go to this forest willingly, and it's a secluded, quiet area, and they they commit suicide. And it's never a good thing, never whatsoever to commit suicide. Even the thoughts of it, if you have thoughts of it, of course, seek help. By all means, you need help. You need to reach out. You need to talk to someone. But Logan Paul found this forest, took his crew there, filmed went off the beaten path, went into a restricted area, found a dead body. Then proceeded to film and record alongside this dead body, like this close to the dead body. Then took that footage and sent it off to his editor who edited it together and then posted it on YouTube. What a disrespectful fuck. Now, YouTube has since, like, reacted to it, and Logan Paul took down the video before YouTube had a chance to. And, of course, it kind of put YouTube in a situation because they are a business, and they do have um, rules and regulations for posting videos. One of the big ones is don't post a video featuring a fucking dead body. But, hey, (laughs) I mean, those can be hard. That goes to Lively. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So YouTube has since responded and uh, come down on Logan Paul. They have uh, put his YouTube Red projects on hold uh, uh, indefinitely, uh, YouTube Red being the higher higher tier material, and people buy a subscription or pay a subscription, or they buy uh, or buy the opportunity to view these movies or these TV shows or whatever. So all of Logan Paul's uh, good money-making opportunities have been put on hold 
indefinitely. He's also been knocked uh, knocked down from the premier ad package deals. Uh, so he's no longer getting top tier money for top tier ads. Okay, great, that's fine. It still doesn't resolve the fact that he has 18 million followers and there was over 500,000 followers giving that video a thumbs up before there was even any sort of reaction in a negative way. His fans, as you know, as ride or die as they may be, his fans, majority of them impressionable young kids, didn't bat an eye at the fact that he showed a legitimate dead body, a recently committed suicide man, on his fucking video. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to my daughter growing up. Well, you are a responsible adult. I know that for a fact. So you're not going to be the type of person to give your daughter a computer, a laptop, a mobile phone, whatever it is, without you know monitoring what it is that she is watching. Only recently on YouTube, they've been cracking down on these supposed kids' videos where they're not kids' oh videos. Oh, my fuck. Aren't they crazy? But you want you... That in and of itself drives me... Every time I fucking take YouTube off of her fucking tablet... Someone goes and fucking puts it back on. Yeah, oh, you're missing this. <laughs> Here's the problem. Yeah. It's connected to my account. Uh. So it shows everything that I'm watching. Say hi to your daughter. Right. Say hi to your daughter right now. Hi, baby girl. <laughs> there you go. See? Not all YouTube content is bad. You do have a loving father. No. <laughs> I do. It is a physical sensation when she goes back to her mom's. Aww. It's incredible. It blows me away. I wandered around here like just so I didn't quiet. want to clean up because I was like, oh, my baby was here. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like mac and cheese and crayons. I miss her. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my God, she is going to have the greatest Sean Connery impersonation of all time. You think so? She... um she doesn't do her S's very well yet. Okay. Uh, so words like sit are shit. Oh. Daddy, come shit. Come yeah. shit. Come, come, shit. Come, shit. come shit next to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Which, that's how you do Sean Connery. If you want to do Sean Connery, make every S sound like you're about to take a shit. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. All you have to do is just give your S's. That shit. It's <laughs> superb. It's simply superb. Okay. Shit, you not. Quickly, two more. Yeah, two. I was losing it there. <laughs> two, two more, two more things that has recently happened in uh, 2018, and we're only 15 days into it as of recording this podcast. You said you already knew about the second one, right? Which was, it was Hawaii. Hawaii was the third one. Hawaii was the third one. So, uh, was it a couple of days ago? That's a funny one. Yeah. <laughs> so all the residents in Hawaii suddenly got this blast of information saying incoming ballistic missiles alert, seek shelter immediately. And it was on it was on cell phones, it was on the radio, it was on television stations, it was everywhere. So everyone seeked shelter except for this one dude who 
great guy and uh he posted it on social media he's like fuck it i'm having the best golf game of my life right now i'm gonna go out golfing so <laughs> he just continued on but anyway so people sought shelter and went to bomb shelters and went to places that they were designated secure areas for an entire it was about 11 to 13 minutes people honestly thought a ballistic missile was on the way to hawaii Half an hour. Half an hour? Okay. It Even was worse. Half an hour before they they uh, word got around back to everyone. Yeah. So yeah. Then all the uh, controlled street signs and message boards saying like false alarm. There is no ballistic missile. Uh, please continue on life as per usual. Oops. Yeah. Do you know why Oops. this happened? It was the uh, the shift change, and like, buddy, uh, he bumped the wrong button with like his elbow or some shit, right? Close, very close. So at this shift change, uh, at the let's uh, like I say, like the government, uh, I, I don't know, for lack of a better term, I don't know the title of it, but it's like the government changing of the gods. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's the it's the office where they actually check to make sure, and this is their job to make sure oh. everyone's safe. You know, hurricane warnings, earthquakes, uh, basically, like just. All the information so during shift change they go into the computer system and their system there and they test to make sure that everything is still functional and the 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 test feature for the warning of an incoming ballistic missile is nothing more than a drop-down menu I'm using my mouse right now a drop-down menu where you click on that drop-down menu and it goes test ballistic test ballistic warning or ballistic warning that is it oh my god there, and that is insanity there was no fail safe of are you sure you wanted to send this out no nothing it was just go over go click okay test ballistic warning or ballistic warning Oops, I sent the wrong one. Boom. Within seconds, everyone got that message. <laughs> so, the the Hawaiian government has since come out and go, hmm, we should probably fucking fix that. It might be a good idea. Are you sure you want to erase your entire C drive? <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. Somewhere in the background, someone's going, somewhere. <laughs> I'm just going to check. I'm just going to check. I my... programmer. I make computer go beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and finally, the last crazy thing that has happened so far uh, in 2018 is, I, I don't fucking get it, but uh, people have been making jokes about eating the liquid detergent tide pods not just tide pods but like the liquid liquid detergent pods and making jokes and cooking them and blah 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 and ha 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 but in north america since since the beginning of the damn year there have been close to 40 different cases of people accidentally consuming liquid detergent what the fuck? Like, this is Darwinism at its finest right there. If you honestly believe, like, ha it's a funny prank. It looks like a Gushers candy, whatever. Stick a bloody pod of concentrated laundry detergent in your mouth and bite down. 
See ya. Yeah. If all your friends were going to jump off a bridge, would you jump off too? <laughs> no, but I would hold the camera. <laughs> the argument used to be, my friends are all pretty logical people, so if they're jumping off the bridge, there's a damn good reason, so I should jump too. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> I won't even... But, I mean... I won't even I, jump I out of... I can't see... There's, there, there's no logical reason to be like, Oh, look, hey, it's a tired package. It's a juicy fruit. Like, how could this happen? Yeah, why? Don't they bubble wrap this shit for a reason? Yeah. So, <sighs> so. <laughs> come, come back, come back. So, Tide has teamed up. With New New England's Patriots football player Ron Gronkowski to put out a PSA about not eating Tide pods. All right, kids, let's take a knee. I got something. To tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a knee against Tide. <laughs> holy, holy shit! Anyway, uh, we gotta wrap this up, dude. All right, all right. Last story before we go. Sure. Real quick. Yeah. Japanese porn star drowns in semen while uh, filming the you, you sent this to me twice. <laughs> I just cannot believe that it actually happened. I've wondered. I, I've wondered that how could someone breathe in the midst of all of that? It is a goddamn tsunami of cum. All right, all right. Come on, out with it. No, don't. Just tell me about it. All right. Uh, 23 year old actress. Um, they're unnamed because. Uh, oh, reasons. At the time it was Mexican. Yeah, reasons. Uh, so um, for this scene, there were around 30 male actors lined up. The actress was kneeling on the ground, and the actors were taking turns to ejaculate onto her. The director insisted that they direct their semen into her mouth, which is quite normal in a Japanese adult video. Unfortunately. However, during the filming, the Japanese actress began to choke on the semen. The camera crew stated they thought she was actually acting when, in fact, she was unable to breathe. She had swallowed too much of a load, apparently. Wow. It came as quite a shock to us when she collapsed, he said to journalists. The director was angry at first, telling her that she'd ruined the shot. Then once it was realized that she couldn't uh, breathe, they were shocked. Where the fuck is this last part? I don't know, but holy Christ. The, um, oh, the camera operator said the male actors panicked afterwards, but fortunately one of them was a skilled emergency medical responder before he became a porn star. What the fuck happened there? The director said he tried to scoop as much of the semen out before starting mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation, but it was too late. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't mean to make light of it, but goddamn... I, I I am stunned. I'm getting this like, holy shit. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't I, imagine I, being in that situation. I need a shower. I, I'm having flashbacks to Mark Wahlberg in uh, Boogie Nights. Teddy Two. Oh, te no, oh, Teddy Two. Thank God. When that fucking that wall of cum comes down, I almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. 
It's in my eye! <laughs> I'm going to post this to Instagram. Arg Mondays. <laughs> wow. Holy Christ. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, you couldn't have left this show on a high note, could you? <laughs> Holy Christ. Okay, so... Now we're going to have to wait and see what type of rules are going to be enacted since this tragic event. Yeah, yeah, you kind of kind of got to wonder. <laughs> I mean, like how much could she possibly have had in there to swallow just... and for it to come back up or was it just too sticky to get <laughs> stop like, just stop hell of a frog in your throat like, oh jeez holy christ she sneezes and it comes out her nose like okay so okay let, let's okay let's let's <laughs> let's let's go over this here the fact that you can actually drown in nothing more than an ounce of water if it gets stuck in your windpipe or goes into your lungs and if you have no uh clear uh air breatheway whatsoever then yeah that could be a, a, a potential issue um just just freaking wow uh, just i just had a momentary thought of of that guy like scooping all the cum out uh, having to go and... you know what? You, 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 god could, i can't do it <laughs> could, could, no no and i could like stronger stronger men than us i mean kudos to him for being in the situation 100%. to do it again yes oh that that man is a goddamn hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could not do that. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I want to help. I, someone get me a vacuum cleaner and we're good. Let, vacuum cleaner, some Lysol. Let's, good? Can you still breathe? No. Uh, sorry. Let's let's end it at that. <laughs> you wanna you wanna wrap this up? All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so. Should we think of a name for it or come up with uh, one later? I, I think you could do one in post. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Tweet us. Tweet us what you think the episode name should be. At WTFATTA is where you can find us on Twitter. You can email us, WTFATTAPodcast at gmail.com. Or you can go to the website, WTFATTA.blogspot.ca, where you can find all the episodes. I'm JD, the Media Jack. You can follow me all over social media at the Media Jack. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. Yeah. And it's you. And it's me. And it's you. You're Eli. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> B.O.B. <laughs> <laughs>